Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the DFS Dreamer, week number six here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am Wes Easley, one of your hosts at Loafing It on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. And don't forget to follow the wizard himself, the DraftKings wizard, the DFS darling man himself, I guess I can call you that, at Pee31 <laughs> on Twitter. How you doing tonight, Pierre? <laughs> doing pretty good. That was quite the intro. You might have to stick with that one. I like being a DFS darling, especially after a pretty good week. I think we we both have pretty good weeks, so it's always good coming in hot. Oh, yeah, man. It is good coming in hot. I've learned so much sitting on your little football knee and also Rob Norton at Norton0723 on Twitter on his little football knee at JB Barry, JB uh, Fantasy Coach JB on Twitter on his little football knee. I've learned so much, but especially about building these DraftKings lineups. I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking about this because uh, you put on this little contest each and every week that we started doing last year and we get our <laughs> listeners an opportunity to come in here and try to beat us and, uh, uh, you know, just Different, different people on Twitter getting in there as well. And I'm going to be honest with you. When you and Rob and would tell me about, hey, stacking them up and running them back, I was going, what are these guys talking about stacking them <laughs> up, running them back? Hey, these guys don't even hardly play. You know, like, like, what does that have to do with anything? I'm going to pick out the best players. I'm going to put them in there. It ain't going to matter. I'm going to play my quarterbacks naked. I'm going to play my running backs naked. I might even play <laughs> playing myself naked. You know, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh. And, and I, 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 so I didn't believe you. And then I started stacking them up and running them back. I started thinking about the, the different game scripts that go on in a game. I started trying to correlate the different, you know, attitudes of, Hey, if a defense is going to be doing good, play a defense again with a running back and stuff like that. And, and so I started listening to you and, and lo and behold, I've started really doing well at DraftKings. It looks like it. I know you've gotten first back-to-back weeks in the, the contest, and I finally got in the podium myself. Uh, I think my wife was in the middle there at second, but, I mean, that's just all about the correlation. Uh, and that's what we, we try to do is what I hope, you know, comes through when, when I talk uh, on these podcasts each week is helping people to build lineups. Everyone talks about the players. Everyone can talk about the salary, who their favorite players are. Uh, but what I, I really hope that I'm helping people is is just build better lineups to help them you know finish better in contests and the correlation is a big part of that Uh, a lot of novices kind of miss that piece because they do just kind of look at oh these are the best plays these are the best plays and yeah it's just a lot harder to kind of get the 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 ceiling that you want out of contests if you're not stacking them up and really hoping that a team just goes nuts and if you have all those pieces you know it's really easy just plugging in last week a, a big example of that um, Tom Brady, uh, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, you know, you had that, that stack, you did pretty well. Um, I didn't play it on, on DraftKings myself, but I played on FanDuel, went about a grand, which, you know, I'm thankful for, but that's just what you got to look at. You look at those teams that you think, uh, it's going to go off that might really do well. Um, uh, and the rest kind of gets a little easy. If you just stack it up with whatever that quarterback's going to be run it back, hoping it's a shootout. And that's, that's really your core, uh, for your lineup there. Yeah, and I that, I've really enjoyed building the different lineups, and you you see it slows down for you. You know, last year with all the, our listeners who have tuned in again this year, and listen, uh, listeners, we really do appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate you retweeting the show uh, week in and week out. Quote tweetings uh, that that really means a lot to us. We love the replies and and getting the banter between us and you in there. You can follow 
uh, Pierre on Twitter at PW31. You can follow me at Loafinet on Twitter. And we, we just really enjoy the interaction. Uh, but Pierre, one of the things that I did not really, you know, I, I, I thought about DraftKings was so, there were so many buttons on there for this old man. You know what I mean? Like whenever <laughs> I was looking at it, there were so many buttons and there were so many bells and whistles and, and, and so many cool looking buttons I wanted to mash. You know? <laughs> and so things, things have really started slowing down for me when it comes to building those lineups. And so I appreciate you being patient with me as I've learned that stuff, Pierre. Absolutely. It's paying off and, you know, you're going to be teaching people before you know it as well. Uh, so let's just keep it going. Let's hopefully keep learning together. You know, I'm learning things as well. So that's that's kind of the plan. That's why we're here. And that's what we do this for so to help others. Um, and if we help ourselves in the process, that's good, too. Yes, sir. Now, now, listen, as we do this, we're, we're looking at a 10-game slate here on DraftKings. Uh, it's 55-plus games. KC at Washington, 50-plus games. The, the Chargers at Baltimore, Arizona at Cleveland, and Dallas at the New England Patriots. I believe that Arizona-Cleveland game, we can expect extra points there, but then what just that 50-point total is, is giving us right now. And, Pierre, I'm just going to tell you right now, okay? Mm-hmm. As, as you talked about learning something, I have dusted off my knees. I'm going to let you come over here and sit right down on top of my knee, okay? And I'm going to let you sit here, and I'm going to teach you a couple of things here. Uncle Wes is going to teach you a thing or two, buddy, because there's one quarterback on the board. I saw this, and I started going crazy. There's one quarterback on the board, one stack to build, and then I'm going home. This could be a short show. This is uh-uh. There's just one. There's just one. And I can't wait to build it with you. Um, and and I, I, I've looked at it and I said, oh, that's so juicy. But I'll ask you first. At $8,300, Patrick Mahomes. Coming off, I don't want to say a disappointing game. Does Patrick Mahomes have disappointing games? Sure he does. Hmm? Will he or won't he? He's the highest-priced uh, quarterback on the board. Will he or won't he hit the three times the value this week? I think he will. Um, I think this is a Mahomes week. As you stated, coming off a loss, uh, didn't play terrible, got 22 against Buffalo, a, a team that was kind of out uh, for a little bit of vengeance after the, the AFC Championship game last year. Uh, he said he has to be better. Uh, I believe him. Uh, he, he threw a couple interceptions in that game. He's kind of gotten a little lazy, um, in my opinion, where he, he tries to get a little too cute at times with the no-look stuff. Uh, so hopefully he kind of focuses in uh, going up against the Washington football team defense that really struggles uh, this year and struggles against the pass. So, yeah, I think Mahomes is probably the top play on the board. All right. Well, let's take it all the way down here to $7,100 and Dak Prescott, 8300 for uh, Patrick Mahomes. We'll take it all the way down to 7100 and Dak Prescott. And, and listen, throughout the show, throughout these quarterbacks, I think you're going to be able to tell which quarterback I think it is that we need to stack on. And I think there's just, I think there's one that's just juicy in here and not necessarily in this tier. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try not to give you any clues. I'm not going to give you any clues, but when, <laughs> when you hear my voice go up an octave or two, you will know who, uh, let's play. Yep. Or nope. Okay. Okay. Yep. Or nope. You already said yes to Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray and his banged up. Is it a bicep? That's his injury. Is it a bicep? He's at 7,900. We always shoot for three times the value. Who are our DFS dreamers? Will hear or yep or nope. Nope. Going to go. Nope. Uh, nope. I believe it's his shoulder again, uh, which is kind of the, the injury that he had last year. And he really started to decline. Um, once that happened to him last season and you look at, you know, the first two weeks, you know, he was right out of the gates hot again, 34, 38, and he, he started to be, what, 22, 22, then 13 mm-hmm. against the 49er defense. Uh, I know they got a pretty good defense. They got Bosa back. 
Um, but the Browns also have a pretty good defense. They're they're coming off a big shootout themselves uh, to the Chargers there that they lost. So I expect them to be kind of fired up at home. I expect that defense to, you know, try to get the, the ship righted a bit more. So I'm going to go nope uh, for Kyler this week. Uh, though his price is starting to, you know, I don't know, it's starting to go down a, a bit again. I got the, the 8K, been at 8K a few times. It's down to 7,900. A lot of people aren't going to apply playing. Uh, so you want to start to pay attention to that because if his ownership gets low, his roster ship gets low, uh, that's when you're going to want to jump back on board. But his shoulder worries me this week for sure. Lamar Jackson coming off of a 46-point night the other night, uh, DraftKings-wise. Uh, he's at 7,400. He's going up against the Chargers defense that just let up a big game against the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns. To me, that tells me a nope, Pierre, because – I think the Chargers uh, didn't like that. I, I I think their defense is better than that. Uh, Lamar might be a little bit tired. He's a do everything. You know what I did with uh, John Priscilla on our AFC preview show? What's that? I I said that Lamar was I I thought he had a great shot at being MVP again this year, and uh, so far so true. I th- I think so. Yeah, um, he's he's played pretty well. He's he's overcome the the chief obstacle and beat them. Uh, Monday night hurt me quite a bit. Um, obviously, I'm a, a Coats fan, so watching that game kind of unravel. Um, I think my soul left my body at some point there after the block field goal attempt. But you look at what their their team total is. It's 27 from what I have. It's about 27 and a half almost. And he's he's that offense. Um, he's the one rushing the ball because, you know, Latavius Murray isn't doing much. Tyson Williams has kind of fell off the map. So he he's the offense. So if they're going to get that 27 points, he's going to be a part of it. So I'm going to go say, yep. Um, I do think the, the Chargers will, will put up a fight, but you look at the over-under, uh, I have it at 51 and a half right now. Uh, Lamar's the offense. So I'm going to go, yep, at, at 7,400. He's only basically up 100 from what he was Monday night. So I'm, I'm sticking with Lamar here. Uh, yep or no, uh, Herbert, Herbert at 7,300 against those Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Yep, I think a yep as well. Uh, we saw Wentz kind of have his coming out party, uh, threw for over 400 and a couple of touchdowns, so I expect Herbert to kind of be able to do something similar. Okay, and then Aaron Rodgers at 7,200 against my Chicago Bears. <laughs> so I'm going to go nope, and uh, I'm sure my, my wife will kill me at that point when she hears this, but he's, he struggles a bit against the Bears at times. Um, but he's coming off a couple big matchups. He had the, the Pittsburgh game that they won. I was at the game uh, there in Cincinnati with all the missed kicks. Um, that was crazy, but that game went in the overtime. So he's looking right around where he's been, you know, 23, 24. So he can definitely get there. But that Bears defense looks pretty good right now. Um, I don't think that the Bears will necessarily win, but I think they can kind of keep this game close, uh, maybe stop him from going nuts. So I'm going to go note with Rodgers this week. I'm going to take a- – I'm going to take that game last week against the Raiders with a little grain of salt for the Chicago Bears. A lot of a lot of stuff going on there in that locker room for the Raiders. But at the same time, the Bears do ramp it up a little bit more at home. But let's face it, this is a Green Bay Packer home game just as much as it is a Bears game. I mean, this, they're, they're <laughs> so close. Cincinnati game was, too. There were so yeah. many Packers fans there. It's crazy how they travel. But um, you got to give the, the Bears credit, though. I know that's your team. I would think that you would want to give them credit, but – that defense has looked good. You don't think that defense has looked good there in Chicago? 
Look, look, it's it always works out better for me when I don't get too high of expectations. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. Man. Last one here. Yep or nope? Dak Prescott against those New England Patriots. Uh, I don't think the Patriots are what we think they are, or at least what they used to be. I, I don't know, Pierre, <laughs> on this one. Dak is Dak and the Cowboys are just on fire though. He's at seventy one hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna stay with yep for for Dak as well. Again, you're looking for that twenty one, twenty two range. Uh, he's been there basically four out of the five games. So as long as they don't turn to uh, hand it off to, to Zeke, which they are, they're blending in pretty well. Their offense looks pretty stellar right now with Zeke being healthy. Uh, Cooper and Lamb are, are out there and not having to do much. Uh, but that's a talented offense. He has a lot of weapons. He seems to be healthy. You got to expect he's going to continue to get you know healthier, more confident. You know, coming off his ankle injuries and you know the injuries he had in the preseason. So yep, for Dak even at New England. Yep for Mahomes. Nope for Murray. Yep for Jackson. Yep for Herbert. Yep for or nope for Rogers and a yep for Prescott. So we can build stacks with all those guys pretty confidently, Pierre. Yep, pretty absolutely. Confident. All right. Hey, uh, let's let's take this next tier down here. Matthew Stafford, all the way down to Derek Carr. Matthew Stafford's at sixty seven hundred this week. Carr is down there at fifty six hundred. I want to play a new game, Pierre. Uh oh. Not yes, not sir. sit on Wes not sit on Wes's lap again because that was a little awkward the first time. <laughs> oh, you haven't sat on my lap yet, young man. Uh, <laughs> I'm real scared. Got you. Got to pick three, Pierre, and I okay. have to pick three. And we are going to play the game. He is mine, all mine. All right. So we got to find a guy who is mine, all mine. I'm going to go first, Pierre. All right. Okay. Uh, and I will say, I he is mine, all mine. Taylor Heineke. He is uh-uh. mine, all mine against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs defense, guess what? They give up the most DraftKings points to any, than any other team, to any other quarterback. They give up 31. Taylor Heineke is no joke, my friend. He's got a nice little build <laughs> whenever you start stacking him up with McLaurin. Whenever you start looking at Ricky Seals-Jones, I believe, you can you can stack him up with whoever you want to. There's like three or four guys on that team, and so this, you can run it back with Kansas City. This must be your guy. Is this him? <laughs> Do we get there? One. There's one quarterback on the board. He's 5,800. I I am just gaga <laughs> over Heineke this week. I love it. I love the price point, but he is mine all mine. Oh, you sound excited, so I'm going to hold off on getting on your lap for a bit here. But I agree. <laughs> really, really good, you know, matchup there. He, he's got rushing upside um, as well. He's he's giving you, you know, 20 to 40 uh, rushing attempts on the ground. You wonder if the, the Chiefs are going to be able to right that ship. For the defense, I'm not sure they can, uh, but I do like Taylor Heineke. Um, so good pick there. Out of this group, I'm going to go uh, up to the top. I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. He's going to be mine, oh, mine. Uh, going into the, the the Giants there, they're, they're banged up. Uh, you got Saquon with the ankle injury. You got Daniel Jones dealing with the concussion. Uh, Galladay and a bunch of the receivers are still banged up. So I feel like the, the Rams can really just blow this team out. Uh, there uh, against the Giants, he's he's looking at 6,700, uh, pretty good price tag for him. He's he's put up basically 20 or more and all but the game against Indy, uh, and that one, you know, he still put up 18. So you're looking right around that 18 to 22 mark. I feel like he can get there. He's currently projecting as the the best points per dollar play on the slate um, from what I see in my projections here. So I would say Stafford is mine. Oh my. 
Okay. I, I will take one. I'll take Joe Burrow. I like that guy. He's always in there. He's always giving you the 20 points. I, I, I'm sure he's going to get me 20 DraftKings points, which will be three times the value. You can build nice stacks with him, uh, I, I believe. And then you do have Detroit to run it back just a little bit. It, it's a little sketchy to run that back, though, because each week it seems like there's a new wide receiver for that one, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does seem that way. So that's I don't know. I love Burrow as, as well. Uh, talented, definitely scary situation. Thought he was hurt pretty bad last week. Just a throat contusion. Sounds like he's okay. Uh, just on voice rest <laughs> from what I've heard. But good weapons. You know, Tyler Boyd got T. Higgins back. Obviously, the connection with, with Chase is still there. So I really like Joe Burrow also. Um, there's no mine oh mine. I don't want anyone else um, <laughs> out of this group. You, you took the last person I would take. I don't like Cousins this week, not a fan of Darnold or Mayfield. So, um, nope, nope, nope for Teddy Two Gloves or Card. I'm I'm tapped out. You okay, can have no, the rest I, if you want. No, no, I don't want anybody else. <laughs> Heineke, he was in there, and I just I wanted him to be mine, all mine. So I, I was the name of the group. All right. So anyway, that's a good good job, good job. All right, let's take it down. Fifty five hundred uh, with with Daniel Jones. If he plays, I don't know if he's going to play, and mm-hmm. just the rest of the field. Did you see anybody else in here that you really liked or or not? I do. Who do you think it is? Who do I think it is for yes. you? Who um, do you think it is for me? Boy, I, hey. Hey, hey, I don't know who it maybe I wanted I I'm not gonna say Glennon because you're not that kind of guy. I don't think you've ever gone after that. That's, that's your especially, kind of guy. We're talking yeah, about me. <laughs> no, I know. And I know so I know that's not your kind of guy. Uh would you say a Justin Fields with like a Mooney stack or something? It is not. It is it is Carson Wentz. Fifty four hundred. Oh. He looked good. Um if you watch Monday night, yeah, he seemed healthier. Uh, able to move around on the ankles. He was, you know, tossing all down the field. I felt like the coach got very conservative late. And if he would have kept being able to air it out, I, I think that they probably would have won that game. Again, 402 passing yards, two touchdowns on the road, hostile environment in Baltimore, who hates Indianapolis because of the Ursays leaving on the Mayflower. Um, but he put up 26.5 uh, points. He now gets to come home uh, against the Houston, Texas. Really good matchup. T.Y. Hilton. Return to practice today, so the Colts could be getting T.Y. back, um, who tortures the Texans. Michael Pittman's uh, a grown man, apparently, if you watch that play uh, with the Ravens there. 5,400, you're, you're again looking at that 15 to 18 range. He's done that every game but the game against Tennessee where he had the, the two sprains uh, of his ankles and really couldn't move around at all. Uh, he seems healthy. Uh, the Colts need to win desperately. I really like Carson Wentz, 5,400. He's actually third in the projections right now behind Stafford and Mahomes as the best points per dollar play on the slate for me. That's interesting. It, it is because Houston doesn't typically get into the shootout games. You know what I mean? So whenever I see those projections like you're talking about, they they don't they don't project that. They project about 23 DraftKings points per game, which which would give us that th- uh, three times value for sure. But I just I, I don't know. It's hard to run it back with them too, you know? Well, their, their team total is 26 points. Um, so big team total for the Colts, even though that over-under most of it's uh, on the Colts' end. Uh, run back, I think the, the obvious option would, would be Cooks, but we can get there when we get to, to sure. the uh, position player. Uh, how does it, how do you think it feels to be – and I know Brandon Allen has got – they had the injury issues possibly with – 
the Cincinnati quarterback. But how do you think it feels to be like Justin Fields, Jared Goff, to be to be a cheaper priced than a backup quarterback in the <laughs> NFL? I, I just whatever you <laughs> go and said that. Hey, let's go over to wide receivers then. And we will talk about those wide receivers here. Uh, Devontae Adams, he is the man, uh, no doubt. He is the man through and through, and it, it was it was true last year. It'll be true this year as well. I just wonder if he'll hit that 10K mark before anybody else does with CMC being on the sideline and so forth. And, and it seems like Devontae Adams pays that off each and every week. I see no reason to think that he won't this week as well. I mean, he's he's good, man. And I know I, I wasn't I wasn't on him early. Last week, so when we recorded, I was worried uh, for one about the the price and just how he kind of got taken away that game before with the the Steelers, um, and then obviously I, I got on him late. Thankfully, <laughs> it worked out. Uh, Eleven catches, two oh six, and a touchdown. But again, the reason I was kind of concerned about Rodgers is I actually looked and you look at last year, um, at least with the matchups, and he didn't really boom. In either one of those matchups against the Bears, he he caught six passes in both uh, 61 and 46 yards. He got a touchdown in East, but he, he got 18 and 16 points uh, against the Bears in two games. And the, the Packers won both of those pretty big, 35 to 16 and 41 to 25. And Adams didn't really have to play that big a part of that. Um, you wonder if that's going to be the, the, the script again. Um, and you also, again, I, I feel like the Bears have, have been a lot better on defense this year. So, I kind of worry. I know he's, he's Devontae Adams. Him and Rodgers are going to try to connect. They have a, a great connection themselves. Uh, but 9K, you're looking for 27. Uh, he's done that twice. Um, both of those have been on the road, so you do have that going for you uh, against San Francisco and against Cincinnati. But I'm not sure he'll get there um, this week. I just don't feel like it's the matchup for him. Okay. Well, let's play we or no all the way down to Terry McLaurin at 7,100. Tyreek Hill, we'll do it quick. Rapid round. Tyreek Hill, uh, let's pretend there's no cues by any of their names, okay? <laughs> if he because plays, of, it's a we. Okay, it's a we against that Washington defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Boy, Mike Williams, 8,100. No, but he's going to do it because I say no. I say nope. no like every week, and he still does. He even got hurt last week. I'm like, oh, there's the injury. Nope, he came back and he he weed on me again. So we and then no, but he's gonna do it. But I'm gonna say no. <laughs> he weed on you again. <laughs> uh, you just have those guys that you can't figure out. Uh, and, and Mike Williams might be one of those guys. Happy for him though. I'm glad it's finally Absolutely. working out for him at the NFL. Uh, uh, Jefferson with uh, Minnesota at 8K. Mm-hmm. Gonna go no. I don't. I don't like this game. I I think it's gonna be a Lower scoring. We'll see what happens. We'll see if McCaffrey comes back, but we're going to go no right now. Total is only 46 currently. Cooper Cup against the Giants, who play a tough defense, 7,900. Yeah, I think this is a wee. Um, Cup's kind of taking a, a back seat the last couple weeks. Um, he's still got big targets, though. 10 targets, 13 targets, but they, they were definitely trying to get Robert Woods more involved uh, that last game. I, I feel like they could still do that a bit, but you know, try to get back uh, where it's more balanced. So I do like Cup. Uh, there at 7,900. Interesting. I've seen the Rams play a couple of times this year. And and the first time I saw him play, I was go- I'd was I'd watch Stafford throw him the ball on some mm-hmm. of those weird corner routes, like a, just a weird corner route. And, and maybe it's my Madden eyes, right? But I was always like, oh, that's a tough route to throw. That's, that's a tough one to complete in Madden. And, and 
whenever I saw them complete it, I was like, wow, look at that, man. That's a pretty ball. Stafford put it right in there. And then I, I watched them a couple of weeks later and they weren't hitting those more difficult passes. Like I thought that they were hitting that first time. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe those targets are just a little empty at times for Cooper cup. Potentially, potentially something to monitor for sure. Again, they came out of the gates hot. So yeah, I feel like defense is going to try to take him away a bit, but now if they're starting to get, you know, woods involved, run the ball a little bit more that, that, you know, Henderson's back and healthy. I feel like some things could open up and it could be against this Giants team that's depleted. Yeah, it's really tough to, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's at 7,800, finally hit that over 20 mark again, mm-hmm. hit it 21 last week, uh, get San Francisco kind of strange passes though. Whenever you watch the highlights <laughs> of them, I know the DK numbers say it had happened and I guess you just got to throw it up to DeAndre and, and know he's going to catch it. Yeah, that was his touchdown. I saw he, he just went up and grabbed it with one of those, you got Moss type situations, but going to stick with no, uh, he still doesn't have double digit targets all at all this year. Uh, so they're really spreading the ball around. Again, we're worried a little bit about Murray's shoulder. I know he's going to play. He's, he's probably going to be fine, but just those concerns and the fact that targets aren't there for that price tag. That's a no for me. DJ Moore in that Minnesota game, he's at 7,300. Probably going to stick with no. I expect McCaffrey to be back this week. Uh, he's yeah. going to steal some of that action. So give me no. Again, I'm not too big on this Carolina Vikings game. I ask if you'll give me a we or a no, and sometimes you give me a err. You notice that? <laughs> <laughs> a pirate comes out in me every once in a while. Terry McLaurin in that Kansas City-Washington game. He's at 7,100. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> All the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like McLaurin. Uh, that's a we for sure. Uh, big matchup against the Chiefs. Obviously, you were big on Heineke. This would probably be the first guy you would stack with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Pierre, let's go now from Jamar Chase, who's uh, running away with that Rookie of the Year uh, award right now, all the way down to Pittman, your guy Pittman at 5,500. Chase comes in at 6,700. And let's mm-hmm. play Would You Rather, okay? okay. And, and I I want to go all the way down there to Pittman. Let's start at Pittman and then work our way up, if you don't mind. Pittman at uh, Houston, he's at 5,500. Would you rather have him or Tony, who if he cut this up all year long, he might be able to snatch that away from Chase. He's at 5,600 <laughs> against the Rams. Yeah, he had a big week. Uh, actually, both had pretty big weeks, but Tony had a bigger week. But I would go with, with Pittman over him right now. Uh, Tony's a little banged up. Uh, they got uh, Sterling Shepard they're expecting back uh, for the Giants as well, who might take away some targets. He might be in the doghouse a little bit after throwing that punch. Uh, and getting ejected there in Dallas, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my guy Pittman on this one. Pittman or and we can't put Galladay in there. And and you know you talk about Tony and people who do redraft leagues or anything like that. If you didn't <laughs> get Tony this week, if it, if he was available on your waiver wire and you had that opportunity to get him, uh, listen, don't don't worry about it because there's always a giant hurt. There'll be plenty of playing <laughs> time for Tony. A uh, Pittman or Adam Thielen this week against the Carolina. Sticking with Pittman. Um, Right now, he's the the top. On this late, he's the top points per dollar guy I have yeah. uh, against the, the Texans, uh, 5,500. Uh, again, coming off some some pretty good games with targets, you know, 12, 12, 8, 7. Yeah. Uh, Going to be at home against the Texans, so sticking with Pittman. Pittman or Cooks? Uh, Pittman. Pittman or Marquise Brown, who is just on fire. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, I don't want to talk about Marquise Brown right now. I'm sorry. Sticking with Pittman, uh, MPJ really? still. Yeah. Okay, Charger defense is is pretty stout. Yeah, I'll agree. Pittman or Cooper? 
Pittman. Wow. Uh, Pittman or Woods? <laughs> Pittman. Wow, that's a I big one. I stick with Pittman. Yeah. Hey, I don't blame you. The the Giants' defense, they, I know they got exploited last week, but, man, that had to be heartbreaking. Every single time you looked up, there was one of your offensive players going down. There, you know, <laughs> That know. just had to be heartbreaking. I don't know how they'll bounce back from that this week. So Pittman or Sutton? Uh, still Pittman. Still Pittman. I like Pittman. I didn't think Sutton was going to do much last week, so I was mm-hmm. definitely a miss there. But he came through 11 targets. You know, Teddy's back, so – you're looking at the the Vegas team again. They have the their own turmoil now, so he could definitely get there. But I'm sticking with my projections with Pittman here. Yeah, the biggest thing to take away from Sutton. Good to see him return back to form. But more than anything, is that the Pittsburgh Steeler defense is not what we have in our brains of what it is. We you've got to look at True. it for this year, and they they're just saying what they are. Uh, Pittman or Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen's where okay. I'm going to go with Keenan Allen here. So again, he's getting consistent targets. Uh, right now, Mike Williams is getting all the, the touchdowns. If some of that starts to regress a little bit and it goes over to Keenan Allen, he's going to be the one in for a big week. Uh, again, 6400 uh, really good price tag for him. He, he's still, you know, getting what, 9, 11, 12, 8, 13. So he's in the mix. He's in the action there. Uh, you're going to expect the teams to turn their attention to Mike Williams uh, with the big games that he's been having. So I think Keenan Allen's the, the guy. I'll take him over Pittman this week. How about Allen or Lamb? Lamb doesn't impress you, I am sure, with his, the <laughs> amount of targets that he gets each and every week. Yeah, he has, and I like C.D. Lamb. He's a he's a player, but he's just not getting the the targets like you stated. When you got Zeke, you know they're running the ball. They they got power that they mix in, and they're spreading it around with Schultz and Jarwin and and Cooper and Lamb. So I stick with Allen just because that target tree's a little more smaller for him. I feel. And finally, uh, do you have Allen or Chase this week? Uh, still Allen. I do like Chase. Uh, he's clearly the big play guy uh, there for Burrow and Cincinnati now, but I, I think I stick with Allen around this up. All right. All right. I can understand that. All right. Let me take you, let it, let us take you down or let me take you down. I don't know who that is. <laughs> who, who is at 5,500 here? Uh, uh, Myers. Oh, 50. Oh, Jacoby Myers. I didn't go all the way down to Jacoby Myers. I got it. Uh, so Jacoby Myers is what I have next. A couple for you, a couple for me, or a couple of guys from you for Jacoby Myers all the way down to Christian Kirk at 5K. Do you see anybody in that area that you like? Just give me a couple of guys if you like some people. Yeah, I still like T. Higgins uh, there at 5,300. Uh, saw his first game back coming off his own shoulder injury. Seven targets. They were they were kind of small dot targets. They weren't anything big. All those were going to chase. But five catches, 32. I expect him to kind of expand on that. So I like Higgins. And I don't know why I like this guy, but for some reason, Odell Beckham Jr. has been standing out to me this week. Um, he hasn't done anything to deserve it. <laughs> Coming out for a two for 20, uh, only three targets last week. But big matchup uh, against the Cardinals. Coming off a, a disappointing loss there against the Chargers last week. For some reason, again, my I don't know why, but Odell Beckham at, at 5,100 is really standing out to me this week. I expect him and Baker to, to maybe hook up 
Okay. All right. Uh, I could take that. Uh, definitely. Let's take the rest of this field now then, Pierre, uh, just everybody else. And we'll just kind of take turns and, and give people a little bit of taste of what you like. I'll go first here to give you a moment to scroll through the people. I do like Darnell Mooney this week. I know he's at 4,300. Uh, mm-hmm. Back at home again. Last time he was at home with fields, they performed really well. And that Green Bay secondary is still just banged up. And we saw what, how the Cincinnati Bengals were able to exploit that last week. Uh, and, and Mooney just happens to be the target for fields. So I'll probably have Mooney in a couple of lineups this week. Yeah, um, definitely with the Packers being banged up, it's it's pretty tough there. And I like Mooney as well. Uh, this one, it's going to be tougher because it's really going to depend on uh, the Tyreek Hill situation. But if he's out, uh, McCoe Hartman at 4,200 is in play. He saw 12 targets uh, in that Buffalo game last week. So uh, you got to feel like they, they have some confidence in him. He's running less routes than Demarcus Robinson, but he's he's out targeting him by quite a bit. Uh, again, a lot of this kind of depends on uh, Tyreek being out. I know he didn't practice today. They say it's minor, but it sounds like it's a, a quad bruise or something along those lines. So uh, Hartman at 4,200 would be one I would consider uh, pending that Tyreek news. I don't want to jam him into lineups. I, I don't want to force this, but my eyes are drawn to Randall Cobb at Chicago uh, because I do see this as being, you know, Aaron Rodgers' last hurrah, you know, and and one of the things he wants to do is to uh, relive the glory days, in my opinion, and to have Randall Cobb back there in Chicago at 3,900. You, you get him in the end zone, and he's halfway home already. So I I, I think Randall Cobb will catch one this week in the end zone. <laughs> He may. You're probably seeing flashbacks of that yeah, well. championship game. Is what you're seeing, but well, and yeah, I he, think he, that I think that Aaron Rodgers does too, and I think Aaron Rodgers wants to do that kind of stuff this year. Yeah, he's been a, a safety blanket uh, for sure. Had the big catch that set up the field goal that Crosby actually hit. Uh, obviously, the big game the, the week before that. Uh, Scantley's still in the IR, so he's he's going to get opportunities. So it's it's definitely something to take a shot on. Um, Ty Hilton. Watch the news again. He he practiced today. Uh, he's only 4,100. If he's full, if he's good to go, uh, he tortures the Texans. We talked about this last year. Some reason he has big games against the Texans. This will be his first game back, first game with Wentz. Uh, you're looking at home, you know, the home crowd. Uh, if he's activated, if he plays, if he's full go, uh, 4,100 for, for T.Y. Hilton against the Texans is just way too cheap, in my opinion. Okay, so you said, uh, now I had this guy circled, actually, uh, with Robinson from the Kansas City Chiefs, because to me, whenever Tyreek Hill isn't in there, everybody always goes to Hardman. But mm-hmm. it's it, it's not Mahomes. Mahomes always goes to Robinson, and he comes up big in those games that he's not there. And so if if to me, if Tyreek's not there, I'm going to want to play Robinson instead of McCole Hardman. Yeah, it's possible. Um, when you look at the stats, he, he does tend to be the one that shows up <laughs> when Tyreek's out. Again, I'm just concerned that he's been on the field. And I know Tyreek's been on the field too, so that could change things. But he played 76% of the snaps uh, last week, got, what, one, two targets. Uh, he's played 70-plus in, what, three out of five, uh, 59 and 67 in the other. So he's on the field. He's on the field more than Hartman for the most part, and he's just not getting the looks. Maybe that changes, again, without Tyreek on there. But I, I have to – I prefer to see guys being a part of offense versus hoping – that they're a part of the offense once somebody's gone. I agree. Anybody else? Uh, you scroll down, there's uh, Van Jefferson. I, I still like him. Uh, he's he's doing pretty well when it comes to his own snap uh, rate uh, with there at the Rams. Again, he's he's trying to get targets from, from Cup. 
from Woods. But, you know, given a 29-point total for the Rams right now, they can kind of spread the ball around, get him involved. I feel like one of these New England guys are going to be pretty good. Uh, not Just not sure which one, but you got Bourne at 3,800. Aguilar at 4K, then we mentioned Myers up there at 55. But the, the Cowboys give up points. Uh, they give it up through the air. We, we saw Tony obviously had the, the big game uh, even after Daniel Jones went down last week. So, yeah, I expect one of those guys to be it. So if you have salary for one, uh, maybe take a chance there. The Washington football team, uh, they have some value at receiver mm-hmm. as well. You got Humphreys uh, down at 3,400. You got Carter at 3K. He got eight targets last week. Uh, Curtis Samuel got hurt again, re-injured his groin, so he may not play. De'Ami Brown's been out. Cam Sims been out. Uh, so a lot of folks are probably going to go to, you know, McLaurin because he's a top guy. But if you don't have the salary to get up there and uh, you do want to play uh, a Heineke or you want a, a double stack of Heineke, Adam Humphreys at 3,400. And uh, I think it's DeAndre Carter down at 3K minimum salary also could be in play. We have to mention, if Danny Amendola doesn't play for the Houston Texans, we got to mention Chris Moore. Five targets, five receptions, <laughs> 109 yards, and a touchdown. He put up 25 DraftKings points, Pierre. He's just 3,100. If Amendola doesn't play, how do you not play Chris Moore this week in at least one or two lineups? Yeah, yeah, think about it. He still has, you know, Davis Mills as quarterback. He's got one good game, so I'm not going to get too excited. I uh, but, yeah, that's a really good – that's a good price. And, again, you got to look at the, the Amendola news because he – he may not even be active if if Amadola's back. Yeah, I agree with you there. All right. Uh, let me remind everybody they are listening to the DFS Dreamer podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for all the retweets, the quote tweets on Twitter. We really do appreciate that. And the replies in there. It's great to have a conversation with you guys. You can find Pierre over at Wee 31 on Twitter. You can find me at Loafinet on Twitter. And don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. Pierre, we, we, in order to jam all these people home. <laughs> we got to find a defense that's cheap. We always like to look for cheap defenses. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you remember those Bugs Bunny cartoons or not. I, I, I'm pretty sure you used to watch cartoons as a kid. I do. Where, I know. First base Bug Bunny. Second base Bug Bunny. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember that? I think it was a vulture or something. And he would go, he'd go, nope, nope, oh, nope. I love that, that guy. guy. Yeah, his mom used to try to get him to fly. He just turned his head. Put it in her chest. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd do a pretty good impression. I was going to do it. you do a pretty good impression. The Washington football team at 2K against Kansas City. Nope, 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 nope. I knew it was coming, so I had to let you do it. What about the Lions this week against the Cincinnati Bengals? They are at home a scrappy bunch, 2100. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're in play. Uh, again, you're you're looking for that cheap salary. Burrow, you know, he he still makes mistakes. He's only in his second year, um, so that they would probably be the the cheap one you can look at there at twenty one hundred. I feel. I do too, and I remember I, I I do remember Joe Burrow in Chicago throwing all those interceptions, making a lot of mistakes there. And mm-hmm. Detroit, the passion that came from their head coach at the podium. I can't help but think at least the defense is going to go out there and be able to play really hard for them and maybe force Cincinnati into a turnover or two. So I, I do like I, I do like the Detroit Lions defense as one of those they've been playing. Defense. They've been playing hard. I mean, yeah. I know they've lost, but you look at their the last three, they held the Ravens. To 19, almost won that game. The, the Bears uh, to 24, they were in that one even with poor red zone play. And uh, last week they, you know, went down and thought they had the the Vikings beat to that last comeback. So they 
they're playing hard. They're not giving up many points, um, getting a couple turnovers. So they're they're definitely um, in play for sure at home. And like you stated, you know, Campbell's crying and really pushing for those guys. Yeah. And you want to you want to play for those type of coaches, those that are you know care about you. Those are the ones you want to play for, the ones that really laying their heart into you. Um, I feel like they're going to go out and, and play really hard. So again, twenty one hundred, I think that's a good price for them. Yeah, and there's a lot of question marks on the minutes on the Cincinnati Bengals team with with uh, injuries and so forth. So you never know who could be playing for them. All right, anybody else there cheap that you see? Uh it's it's tough because I think you can consider Baltimore. Uh, you look at that, that Colts game; they were they were trailing that whole game. Uh, Colts big points, you know, twenty five mm-hmm. points. You saw big games from Taylor Wentz. They still got six, you know, six points for three uh, for two point three isn't bad. Uh, everyone's on the the Chargers. They're playing really well. Uh, you got Herbert again, Mike Williams, Eckler. Those guys are, are really going off. And sometimes you you just need that that whooping. And the Ravens is going to be a big matchup for them. They, they like to blitz, so they're they're able to get sacks. You know, they got two sacks last week, five the week before that. Uh, again, you're really just looking for some luck, a little bit of luck when it comes to defenses, pick six, scoop and score those type of scenarios, and that can happen, especially when you have a defense that puts the pressure on that the Ravens do. So I don't mind the Ravens there at, at 2,300. Again, looking at the shoulder issue with, with Kyler, you might want to keep the, the Browns in mind. Uh, I know they didn't look great against the Chargers themselves, but before that they had 8, 16, 7. Uh, they're at home, big matchup for them, trying to give the Cardinals the first loss. Dog Pound's going to be barking, so I don't mind the Browns there at 2,600 either for cheap also. Okay. When I look at the more expensive options, uh, the Rams might be one at forty seven hundred. The bad thing is you got to get them up to fifteen, and and really the 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 price point and the value just doesn't seem to be there with a lot of those more expensive defenses in my book. I'd rather just roll the dice with the cheap ones this week, Pierre. When I look down the board at that, I, even the Colts this week, I know they're at thirty five hundred. <laughs> But still, you got to get me to that nine, ten, twelve range somewhere in there for me to really uh, feel comfortable with spending thirty-five k. I probably will in some lineups because it just gives yeah. me the opportunity to. Well, that's that's the tough thing. So the Colts are the top projected defense um, at thirty-five hundred. So again, they looked awful that second half against the Ravens. They they couldn't stop a a nosebleed. I believe is what the term is, but. Davis Mills is not Lamar Jackson. Houston's only projected to score 16 and a half points. Uh, they know what everybody's talking about them, you know, how they collapsed and how the defense stinks and Ebra Flus is all of a sudden on the hot seat. Um, but they're they're projected to be the highest scoring defense, like regardless of salary. I'm not even talking points per dollar. Like fantasy point projections, yeah. I have a coach projected to be the highest scoring defense on the week and they're $1,200 less than the Rams. Yeah. Uh, so I do like the coats. It scares me that my favorite teams popping in projections <laughs> like this. Cause I hate playing them. I hate playing my, my own team. Cause it, if they lose, then I lose. And it's just a really bad Sunday for me usually, but I mean, they're popping and I think they're popping for a reason. So 3,500, I feel like they're, they're in play for sure. 
Didn't you just give me a lecture about my bears? Didn't you just do that earlier <laughs> in the show? And here you are going on off tangent about your Colts. All right, jumping over to tight end. Travis Kelsey's been pretty disappointing the last couple of weeks. Obviously, there's some kind of injury there. There's something that's bugging him. Uh, mm-hmm. I know he got to 18 points last week, but boy, that was a that was a game against Buffalo. Uh, it fell short. <laughs> six, six points against uh, the week before that against Philadelphia. He just hasn't lived up to that expectation of this price point in DraftKings beer. He hasn't, which is which is concerning because he was he was rolling. You know, mm-hmm. start the year, you know, he had twenty plus three straight. Last year, he was he was cooking. Last year, I think he only had a couple games uh, that he was in below the teens himself. So uh, he got a stinger uh, in that game against Buffalo, but he he wasn't on the injury report today. Uh, he got a practice in, so I feel like he's going to be okay. Uh, I feel like again the 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 Chiefs really gotta they gotta find something. They're two and three right now. You know, coming off back-to-back Super Bowl appearances, I feel like they're going to run into the perfect matchup for them uh, against the Washington football team. 31-and-a-half point total for them right now. Uh, Kelsey went down in price. You know, he's he's 7K. He's been over 8K every game except that Buffalo game. Now he's down to 7. I think he got a hat back on the, the Kelsey train. I feel like he can get that 21 this week, especially uh, if Tyreek's a little banged up. So we have, I want you to rank them, okay, from Travis Kelsey all the way to to Schultz, and I'll go through the prices here in the matchups to give you a second to rank all five of these, six of these guys. Kelsey's at 7K against Washington. Walder mm-hmm. is against Denver at 6,600. Mark Andrews, who are coming off of a huge week last week against the Chargers, and he's at 5,200. Hawkinson, who has kind of fallen off the map a little bit, he's against the Bengals at 5K, and Schultz against those New England Patriots at 4 4,900. Rank those guys for me, Pierre. So it's going to be Kelsey 1, Andrews 2. This is tough. going to probably go Waller 3, Hawkinson 4, Schultz 5. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence between Waller and Hawkinson. Uh, Hawkinson's kind of been banged up a bit. I feel like they're kind of treating him as the number one option for defenses, uh, which is taking attention, but that's the case for everyone else. Uh, but I feel like since he's a, a decent matchup compared to the, the Broncos. But, yeah, I stick with Kelsey, Andrews, Waller, Hawkinson, Schultz. I don't want to hear another peep out of anybody telling me about Noah Fant. Noah Fant, Noah Fant. Okay. <laughs> hey, last week, <laughs> you know, last week against Pittsburgh, he got five. The week before that, he got 16. Okay, fine. The week before that, he got three and a half. So I guess that makes it this week up Noah Fant week, Pierre. Yeah, not for me. Um, I'm not on Noah this week. Uh, the, the the Raiders do struggle a bit against tight ends themselves, but it's just uh, the the Broncos are really strange with their their offense because they can do quite a few things, even though they don't seem like they have that much talent. But you know, they can go to Sutton, uh, they go to Tim Patrick at time. They got two running backs that they lean on, so Fant doesn't have to be involved like those guys really priced above him. Higby, yes or no? Higby, no. No, okay. Hunter Henry this week against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they let up a lot of points to tight ends, Pierre, and Hunter Henry is on fuego right now. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm going to say, yes, because Hunter Henry has been the, the bane of my existence his whole career. Wherever I play him, he stinks. And all of a sudden, I've been saying, nope, can't play Hunter Henry. Nope, can't play Hunter Henry. Back-to-back, 13 and 19. So um, I'm going to say yes and watch him stink it up against the Cowboys. Well, I, they, they got to put digs on him, right? Because there's no other New England Patriot that you got to worry about. So they got to put digs on him. I think they'll probably put him on Myers if they can. 
Uh, he, he's kind of their target monster, but I wouldn't be shocked that they, they switch out some things at times and uh, switching the Henry son. Uh, yeah, I could, I could understand that. Robert Tunyon this week. Nope. I got to see it from old Bobby Funyon. He's just not, they're not, yeah, the not, connection's not there. They're kind of using the block more. I don't know if that's because the whole Bakhtiari being on the IR situation, but he's blocking a ton um, and not running as many routes this, this year for some reason. Uh, what about uh, David Kelsey down here at uh, for the Cleveland Browns <laughs> at 3,700? He had 31 DraftKings points last week when he was priced at 2,900. Is he going to repeat that seven targets, seven receptions, 150 in yardage? He is not. He okay. is not going to repeat it, but I, I do like Njoku just in general. He probably has my favorite touchdown celebration where he does the two-leg stump and jumps in the air with the spike. So I was glad to see him have a big game, but no, that's that's not going to happen again. Okay. Is there anybody else here that you're eyeballing for playing on Sunday? Um, you still can look at, at Evan Ingram some. Uh, he's still getting the targets. I know he only got four, but he caught all four. Uh, again, they're probably going to be behind the Rams and, and trying to catch up. So you can definitely pay attention to him some. Uh, your guy, Jared Cook, uh, 3,200. Baltimore struggles against the tight ends. Obviously, they've gotten beat up by Kelsey and Waller. But um, even Mo Cox went for like three and 50. 3,200 uh, could take away some attention from the receivers there, so I don't mind Cook there at 3,200. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, I know you mentioned him earlier. Uh, 3K came up about 500, but he played 99% of the snaps. Uh, Max Williams is uh, – not Max Williams. Uh, Logan Thomas is still out, so he's on IR. So Ricky Seals-Jones, if you want to kind of stack him up in that Taylor Heineke situation, uh, he's still in play there for 3K. I don't think I really want anyone below 3K uh, this week. Uh, maybe Austin Hooper. Uh, everyone's going to be on Njoku because his one big game, so it might be time to, to go to Austin Hooper, but I'll probably pass for anyone below there. All right, let's jump over to our running backs. And and Pierre, when you jump over to the running back situation, what you're going to do is you're going to see more cues on there than at a Donald Trump uh, <laughs> rally. Okay, there. <laughs> CMC this week. Uh, we know that uh, you, you said earlier that it looks like he's trending towards playing. And I, I think the reports are it's 50-50 right now. And to me, 50% of CMC is is about 100% in my lineup if I can afford him at 8,800. Yeah, if, he, if he's in, you, you got to play him. Uh, I know the hamstrings are always concerning. Uh, they're pretty easy to, to retweak, I feel. But 8,800, good price. If he, if they do play him, you got to feel like he's healthy. Otherwise, they wouldn't risk it and run him out there. So if he's in, you, you got to play McCaffrey at 88. It's been a tough matchup against the Vikings a little bit with the run this year, but it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I agree that you just you got to play him if, if you can afford him. Here, let's take it all the way down to Gibson at 6,500. All right. Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to play a will, would you rather? All right. Which would you rather here? Because I was thinking okay. about this one and I, I saw your guy's name in there and everything. And I thought, well, OK, all right, here we go. Gibson at sixty five hundred against Kansas City or Taylor at sixty six hundred against Houston. It's Taylor. Um, Jonathan Taylor had, had his kind of breakout game. He's had two in a row, 23, but then the big 34. Again, it's the Texans. Uh, another coat that's <laughs> he, he's at the top of the model. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's broken. Uh, but he's the one that's popping. So it's, it's Jonathan Taylor, 6,600, really too cheap for him based off his last two weeks. Yeah. Oh no. And, and he, he looked very bouncy, bouncy. Oh yeah. And he's only playing about 51, uh, 50% of the snaps still. And he did that on that limited of action. They're still getting Hines involved. You know, he played 38 Marlon Mack, 
Uh, they're giving him some carries, probably show him off a bit for the trade market, show that he still has some bounce himself. But yeah, I love Taylor's price and I love his matchup this week. Well, then I feel that I'm doing the, a disservice to our listeners if I ask you Taylor or Elliot, because I can tell by the tone <laughs> of your voice, you're in love with Taylor until it gets all the way up to Eckler, I think, at number two there. And yeah. you, may, you may even still like Taylor. I think you're going to yeah. jam Taylor and Eckler. I am. T- Taylor's, Taylor's all the way up. Uh, <laughs> probably stops at McCaffrey if McCaffrey's healthy, but given he has a question mark, it's probably just Taylor or bust for me this week. Okay. All right. Well, then let's move on to the next little section here um, from Joe Mixon all the way down to Connor at 5,500. Pierre, I want you to be my friend. I want to be your friend. I want to be helpful to you whenever it comes to building your DraftKings lineups. So let's let's pick out uh, different running backs for each other. I will go first and I will be your friend and okay. I will pick you out. Henderson. I know he's going up against the Giants defense, which I said was a little bit tough, but they're also the 30th ranked defense. And I think at 6K, Henderson ought to be able to pay that off really quick uh, because that game script is going to be running back friendly for Los Angeles, I believe, on Sunday. Yeah, I like Henderson as well. Good matchup. Um, he hasn't really had that that ceiling game yet. Uh, I'm not sure if it's any. Hopefully it is. But uh, so far, he's been right around 16, 17 mark uh, all season. But good matchup. You, you got to hope that he stays healthy for one and doesn't get banged up because uh, that's when you see Sony Michelle take the field. But I will accept uh, that very friendly uh, <laughs> offer there uh, of Daryl Henderson. And I will come back with DeAndre Swift. 6,300 going up against the Bengals. Uh, his his snap count keeps going up. Uh, so early on, he was really kind of splitting uh, there with Jamal Williams. But the last two weeks, he's got 73, 74% of the snaps compared to Williams 30 and 32. Uh, he's getting, you know, catches. He's their pass catching back. He's gotten targets of, well, 11, 5, 7, 6, 6 uh, for his, his season this year. He's kind of alternating a bit when it comes to his big games, 24, 11, 23, 8, 22. So his his trend is that he's going to have a a poor outing, but I, I like the matchup against Cincinnati. Just saw Aaron Jones have a pretty good game against them and uh, AJ Dillon. So I do like Swift, and he's going to be who I give you there at sixty three hundred. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that gift, and in return, may I offer you a Joe Mixon? I know he's at 6,400. I know they say his ankles hurt, but I was watching that Green Bay game, and man, if his ankles hurt, I'd hate to see how he runs in the open field uh, against the <laughs> defender by juking and jiving like he did with the with the Green Bay Packer cornerback there in that game. And I'd, I also, Samarje Pirine, I'm not worried about him. He's on the COVID list. He might be mm-hmm. able to come back against that. I just think Joe Mixon is in for a bigger workload than we're used to seeing for him against Against those Detroit Lions as well. 6,400, got to get to 18. I think Mixon could do that this week. Yeah, if he's back healthy for sure, um, I think he, re- he really could. Again, you mentioned P. Ryan's on the COVID list. Uh, he only played 28% of the snaps uh, in mm-hmm. that Packer game, so it is concerning. Uh, he did return to practice uh, in limited fashion today, uh, but it's an ankle, so I just pay attention to that injury news uh, as the week gets closer, but I, I, will, I will accept Mixon if he's healthy. I feel like that would be a, a very friendly pick from you as well. Do you have anybody? So for you, yeah, um, this is going to be a little off the board, but I like Josh Jacobs. Um, he's going to be who I, I give you here next. Uh, again, oh, you're going up against the, the Broncos. Uh, yeah. You look at last year, um, he had two big games against the Broncos last year, uh, 20.9 points there in week 17. Week 10, he got 32.60 uh, points. Uh, you see that big first for, for the, the Broncos when yeah. it comes to their, 
their defense. So you, you get a little concerned there, I'm sure. Uh, but I feel like they're they really just haven't had the the matchups uh, like they'll see with, with Jacobs. You don't really know what the script's going to be for the Raiders, uh, given Gruden's dismissal. Uh, but you got to feel like they're they're still going to be fired up, trying to play for their interim coach, trying to play for themselves. Uh, you look at last week when the, the Broncos actually faced a, a good running back in Najee Harris. He went for uh, 122 yards and a touchdown, uh, caught another couple balls there as well. Uh, I feel like Josh Jacobs is, is kind of more on that line than he is when you look at the Giants when Saquon was hurt in week one. You look at the Jets who don't really have a running back. They got the Jaguars in week two before James Robinson really got the okay. reins. So they really hadn't had any tests. Uh, I felt like their first test was last week, and they kind of failed that test. Uh, so Josh Jacobs at 5900 seems like a pretty good price, and I feel like a, a friendly offer for you. Okay, well, I thank you very much. And I, I don't have anybody else I'd really give you. I am looking at Tony Pollard as a little contrarian play this week. Uh, okay. the, the, the Cowboys might be able to wrap that up in the third quarter. And they need to put you know <laughs> Zeke Elliott in bubble wrap. And the fourth quarter may belong to Tony Pollard running out the clock. And we know how explosive he is, especially if it, the game script does go that way. Uh, the, you know, the the Patriots are going to want to give up and Tony Pollard will be able to take one to the house pretty fast. So I, <laughs> I, I, I like Tony Pollard. He's He gave me 14 DraftKings points last week. We've seen him be able to explode. He's only at 5,600. He's turned it in, into a little cream hunt there, uh, the role for the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. I like Pollard as well. Um, we do have to mention the, the injury situations. Uh, so you got Alexander sure. Madison. Uh, I know he has a cue himself, but you saw him. I kind of swapped on him late. Uh, for Fournette last week uh, once Dalvin Cook was ruled out. So he didn't practice day because of his shoulder, but if he's in and Cook's out, uh, he's going to get the volume. And the same goes for Chuba Hubbard at 5,900. He, he stayed at how McCaffrey's 50-50. If he's out, you know, just keep that in mind. Chuba's going to be the guy there. He got 24 carries uh, for 101 yards last week against the Eagles. You know, also caught five balls for 33. Again, it's just injury news, so just pay attention uh, to the injuries moving forward with those guys. Devontae Booker is a hot name. He's hot, Pierre. 5,400 5, against those Los Angeles Rams, which could make things a little bit scary. But the Rams are traveling all the way across the country to play in New York. Will Devontae yeah. Booker be able to catch those Rams sleeping it for 5,400 this week? I'm going to say no. Um, I know he's going to be the, the main guy there with, uh, with Barkley, probably going to mess with that swollen ankle, uh, low ankle sprain. But... I just I haven't seen it from Booker. Uh, he's got a couple good games in his, his, his Denver days. Uh, I think he was with the Raiders last season, had one good game. And Rams are a good defense. You know, they got Aaron Donald up front. So I'm not seeing it with, with Booker. I know good price tag, 54 for a backup is going to start. I just don't think this is the matchup, and I'm not sure he's the player. What about a D Williams? You know, you know what's terrible for me is I got a D Williams that plays for Kansas City, and I got a D Williams <laughs> that used to play for Kansas City that plays for my Daryl Williams for Kansas City though, filling in for Ceh. Is mm-hmm. he going to be able to hit that forty nine hundred dollar three times value this week? Yeah, I do like Daryl Williams uh, this week uh, again, filling in. And you're right, like they they both for D Williams, and they even have Damian on the mm-hmm. DraftKings app in his Chiefs uniform still, <laughs> which just makes matters terrible. So there's going to be a couple of people, I guarantee you, that mistakenly click Damien thinking they're clicking Daryl. Uh, but I do like Daryl. Damien's kind of splitting with Herbert, so I'm not sure I'm on him. But Daryl for 49 is for sure in play. All right. Is there anybody else that you see on here that just kind of jumps out at you towards the bottom of this list? 
No, there's not really anybody. That jumps I didn't think so. Me either. <laughs> Me either. I, I I am looking at McKissick a little bit uh, there against Kansas City because if it is a shootout kind of game, he is the guy who gets the targets there. Uh, I say that, and last week he only got four. You know, I, no. I expected a little bit more out of him. But you're right. Uh, you're right. Happen. And the reason the reason I didn't say that name is I have him clicked. Um, he's set kind of preset in a, a lineup that I was kind of messing with. So that's why I didn't see him when I said no, but McKissick is definitely in play. And I say that because the game script uh, is going to be key here. I expect the Chiefs to be up big. And for some reason, Washington doesn't really use Antonio Gibson as their pass catcher. Uh, They use McKissick. So if the Chiefs get out front, you could see Gibson kind of phased out and McKissick start to get that, that passing down work. Again, he's another every other guy type of person as well. He only got one last week, as you stated, with just the, the what four targets, one catch. Uh, but the week before that, he got 16, then five, then 20. Uh, so it's kind of set up to be the, the week for him if game script allows. So I do like McKissick quite a bit, actually. Okay. All right. I like it. Now, Pierre, build me yes. a lineup, my friend. Lineup time. So uh, this is going to get ugly because I, I know what it tells me to do, and I don't know do if it. I want to do it. Do it. All right. Well... I'm going to do it, and I'm starting with with my guy in Indy. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to be my quarterback, uh, 5,400. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pair him up with Jonathan Taylor at 6,600 and Michael Pittman at 5,500. So there's my, my coat stack. Uh, I don't think I'm going to run it back with the Texans. Uh, <laughs> I, I tend to try to. I think Cooks will be the guy if you want to do it, but they're only projected to score 16 points. Uh, so I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get in some Chiefs. I feel like they're going to have a bounce back week really big on the Chiefs. So give me Kelsey at tight end for 7K. Uh, might as well try to fit in Tyreek as well. If he plays, uh, I feel like the Chiefs are really just going to run up and down the field. So give me Tyreek at 8,500. Need to go. I'm going to run back on there. So they just talked about McKissick. I feel like the Chiefs can get out in front. So for their running back spot, Give me J.D. McKissick at 4,800. He's going to correlate uh, with the two Chiefs there because they get out big. He's going to be the one that has to kind of catch up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, For defense, I'm going to stick with the Coats. I'm grading out. Best best play on the slate for the Coats defense, Uh, even ranking better than the Rams with the projections here. Uh, Give me a flex. I don't like going two tight ends, but I think I'm going to go two tight ends and go back to the Andrews well uh, there for – uh, Baltimore, he's 5,200 going up against the Chargers at home. Uh, 30th ranked defense against the tight end, 51 and a half point total. And that leaves me about 3,500. Uh, let me get a part of that Rams game. Give me Van Jefferson, uh, 3,400. He's grading out pretty well as one of the top uh, per dollar um, wide receivers. 29 point total for the Rams. Just needs to get an end zone once. Give me Van Jefferson to round it out. So that gives me Wentz. J.D. McKissick, Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, Van Jefferson, Michael Pittman Jr., Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, coach defense, go shoot. <laughs> yeah, no no doubt. I, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to the DFS Dreamer podcast with me, Wes Easley, and my co-host, Frank Reich, is who I <laughs> 
here. Great job. I appreciate you, my friend. At Wee 31 on Twitter. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. You can follow me as well at Lofinit on Twitter. But more importantly than all these DFS stacks or all these correlations, we always want to encourage you guys to go out and find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 